fuck's happening? Oh, oh man. Oh, man, I shot Marvin in the face. Why the fuck did you do that? Well, I didn't mean to do it. It was an accident. Oh, man, I seen some crazy-ass shit in my time, but this... this, this. Welcome, everybody. This is Roomtone, the show that takes filmmaking community to your ears. Ruggero here. We're going to get to you right after the soundtrack of Amelie. Tutti and welcome. This is Roomtone, the show that takes filmmaking community to your ears. I'm Ruggero behind this microphone, and on the other side of this microphone, we have an extremely interesting guest coming from the board of director of the Whistle Film Festival Society, Susan Chappell. How are you doing, Susan? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Ruggero. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Uh, always colored by passionate storytellers here at Roomtone. Uh, it's an honor to have you here, and I know that there is something ex- extremely special happening right now um, in the community. Well, apart from the fact that the Whistler Film Festival is taking place right now in Whistler. Um, there is an extremely interesting uh, uh, event that you're leading um, that is, it tends to actually uh, support the community of the Canadian filmmakers here. Uh, what's that? Well, the Whistler, Whistler Film Festival is really about celebrating Canadian film, women in film, and emerging talent. And we're screening 87 fresh films uh, this year in 2017, which is the... Uh, 17th year of the festival. The screening, of, the screening of the films, though, is just a small part of the festival. The other two really critical pillars of the festival, which are actually the soul of the festival and what makes it unique in the world, is discovering and developing and mentoring uh, filmmakers. And that's the whole part that happens behind the scenes. And it's it's really about supporting new emerging filmmakers and Canadians and helping them hone their craft and their talent and their projects and connecting them to industry mentors and decision makers and deal makers to help their projects be made and seen around the world. Awesome. We're going to get in depth uh, in that uh, in a moment. But first, 
uh, I want to ask you, uh, why filmmaking and how did you get into this world? Well, filmmaking actually chose me. I'm, <laughs> my formal training is as a medical research scientist, but um, about seven years ago, my daughter, who was 12 at the time, booked a role in a Canadian independent film called The Year Doll Department was my mom. Mm -hmm. And she was 12 years old. And since then, I was involved in supporting her as a loving parent. And then I became a big cheerleader of the Canadian independent film scene. And most of her work has been in critically acclaimed Canadian independent films. So I've seen firsthand how talented and passionate and committed, creative, and innovative our filmmakers are and it's really inspired me it's been a big gift to her and it's been a massive gift to me too awesome so for the people out there who might not know where you come from who are you susan who are you well right now i'm a mom and i'll always be a mother uh -huh. uh, i sit on the on the whistler film festival board of directors mm -hmm. and uh, before that i was a technology business owner for 21 years and before that i was an award-winning medical research scientist but all of those things are th are things that i do who I am is really the essence of who we all are. And that's a creator who's expanding and learning, growing and extending love to others and service to others. And I think that's, that's who we all are at the very core of our human experience. Beautiful words right there from uh, Susan. Well, uh, at this point, uh, we actually are digging into the core of support and understanding and embracing that support and I believe that that's where the Indiegogo campaign is actually going because you, you launched an, an Indiegogo campaign to create some sort of movement around that. Yeah, so the, uh, you know, the Worcester Film Festival really can be divided into three parts. Um, the, what, the, what makes the festival unique in the world is its celebration of Canadian filmmakers, women in film and emerging talent. But um, and, you know, what we really see in the screenings is the end result of that. But the festival's heavily involved in that process right from the beginning through uh, talent, talent development programs that help filmmakers, Canadian filmmakers, hone their skills and projects to bring their idea into a script and then it, through the successive phases of filmmaking. And the culmination of that is really the screening of the films. And uh, so the Indiegogo campaign is really aligned with uh, what, the, what the unique essence of the festival is. And we're, our dream is to enrich and expand our talent development programs for Canadian filmmakers. And so for, women for in the film people and out there also who are not familiar, what would yeah. be a, ta a talent development program? Well, we've got... Um, 11 talent development programs for writers, directors, producers, and actors and musicians. And so this year alone, we're mentoring 82 Canadians in those talent labs and their, their intensive immersion programs. So basically, it's a, it's a mentorship? Correct. Okay, so and how can people actually become part of this family? So if you would like to go into the talent labs, you have to submit applications and check on the Whistler Film Festival site, so whistlerfilmfestival.com for application deadlines. The second part of the festival, the second part of the talent development are the industry immersion programs. And in, in that in that uh, segment, we are connecting over a thousand mostly Canadian filmmakers with industry mentors and deal makers and industry leaders through 
discussion panels, master classes, and anybody can go into those. You just need to buy an industry uh, an industry pass, and those are available online at WhistlerFilmFestival.com. And there are early bird deadlines, so you can you can go into that stream and uh, really benefit from what the festival has to offer, but buy your pass before August to get the best price. So uh, the, this film festival really sounds like a, like an explosion and a, cele- a celebration of the celebration of the craft in a way, uh, following uh, younger and emerging filmmakers throughout the whole process of uh, development and writing. And, and then there is the screening uh, of all these sections of the festivals. What is your favorite part? Or the one that you experience with most uh, pleasure? Well, the one that excites, what excites me the most is seeing, um, seeing people come in with an idea and actually having that idea translated into reality. So in successive years, you see, see them come in at a certain level and then gradually refine refine their scripts and then make the connections to the next people in the next phase through the industry immersion programs and then fi- finally to see that happen on the big screen and there's an amazing story on our campaign video on Indiegogo that is, illustrates that perfectly and uh, you know we'll see Mary Galloway who came in with a script and now it's screening at the festival and it was an award-winning script and we're really proud of it but you know she's just one of many filmmakers who have um, converted their their idea or their dream into reality and have been launched thanks to the festival. There are many others who've gone on to make critically acclaimed films and and have international careers now. And what we want to do, what we're doing now is through the Indiegogo campaign, we're raising $150,000 to enrich and expand these programs so we can bring in more, more Canadian talent. Sounds and launch them. Sounds extremely exciting. Um, so I'm gonna put the link of the campaign. Actually, it's right there below. Uh, everybody can check it out. Um, but if you could summarize in one sentence, uh, or if you could explain in one sentence why people should support the campaign, how how would you do that in in, in one sentence or in a couple of words? Contribute to the campaign and help us launch more Canadian voices and ideas and films into the world in 2018. Awesome. Okay, that sounds amazing. Awesome. Woo. It's, it's, it's amazing because it reconnects actually uh, back to the soundtrack. Uh, in case anybody out there is wondering, the um, song that uh, welcomed you to the show, it's actually Lanois de, from Amélie. And uh, Amelie, as a character, she supports other people throughout her process and in the movie. So uh, it perfectly connects to the thematic of support. Um, we, we, we're going to take a little break um, soon. This is going to be the soundtrack of Amelie again. It's going to be Le Que, but uh, I'll catch you in a second after the soundtrack. Ciao, ciao.
have uh, the great luck to uh, be joined by Suzanne Chappell from the board of directors of the Whistler Film Festival Society. And uh, I know it's a little bit of a funky day in Vancouver today uh, because uh, many people are actually at the Whistler Film Festival that is taking place right now. Um, we have some uh, new callers um, we're going to face today with Susan because she's not uh, only a filmmaker herself, a storyteller, but she's also a scientist. So how was the transition from being a scientist yourself into the world of filmmaking? Well, it happened there was a little bit of an in-between but I moved from I moved from Toronto right after graduating with my doctorate in immunology I started at the BC Cancer Agency and uh, I was doing really well with my research winning lots of awards and had a novel idea on how how uh, something worked in the, the immune system and um, I discovered that I was going to be a mom, and uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. the and that that was really uh, gave me pause to think about uh, what the next steps in my life will be because we were planning on moving down to the United States as most sort of high-level scientists uh, do at that stage of their career for uh, you know a good ten years or so before mm -hmm. coming back to Canada, and uh, at the same time, I you know what I, what I loved. Other than um, being a mom and working in the lab was being outside up in, up in Whistler. And uh, so I decided that I would uh, take a maternity leave from the lab and think about what my next steps in life would be to, to best support being a parent. And from there, I launched a business on my maternity leave project. Wow. Okay. That's, 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 a, that's, a, that's an interesting story right there. Right, right about that. Not, not bad at all. So, um, it, and it was completely unrelated to science. It was, I, at the, it was 1997 mm. and I needed a, I had a, a property up in Whistler that mm -hmm. I wanted to rent out and I needed a website and I realized that I couldn't um, afford a website in 1997. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so I gathered other people who were doing what I was doing and um, everything changes very and quickly. Everything huh? changed fast within a, within a couple of months and you know I before I knew it at the end of my maternity leave I had a hundred clients on that website oh. and I was developing software Wow! with no business experience no software developer experience and my idea of marketing was putting my name up on the bulletin board at the wow. grocery store <laughs> Wow, not bad at all So it, it's, uh, wow uh, and, you know, very saturated the dynamic <laughs> here, you know, from the science to the arts and, you know, from the square of science to the circle of the arts, but then science is art and art is science in a way, right? So what did you Absolutely. take with you from the past experiences uh, to your own present, Suzanne? So, you know, I was in the business for, in the technology business for 21 years, creating things from nothing, helping a lot, thousands and thousands and thousands of people every year and with employees. And then one thing leads to the next. Uh, seven years ago, here is my daughter. She is 12 years old. Um, going into acting and um, what I then then came my experience right on the set right right on the ground in the heart of independent Canadian film and what I my biggest epiphany was that it doesn't matter what industry or category you're in whether it's science or mm. business or art mm. 
there is a universal commonality, which is anybody, the, the hero's journey for anybody with a creative idea is essentially the same. There, there are no differences. And it's, it's the journey from an idea to the ver- having the courage to put it, taking the first, first step to put it into reality, and then the second step and the third step. And I believe to, that to takes bring us that idea into the world. Yeah, I believe that really takes us back. That really takes us back to the um, uh, to the dynamics of the mm-hmm. fundraising process. That's right. And uh, how we can actually support the community of Canadian filmmakers uh, that is now emerging. There are so many stories out there that deserve uh, some attention, but unfortunately, the dynamics of the industry don't really help uh, when it comes to. Uh, sharing the right story at the right time but processes and movements like this one actually give me hope and uh, give me uh, give me that energy to continue doing what we love to do as filmmakers and, and telling the stories that matter so what do you believe that in 2017 should uh, what do you think a, fil- a filmmaker should know right now uh, from your own perspective well from my point of view it it nobody will stop you from having an idea there's nothing stopping you except, you know, doubt and self-judgment in your mind. So I have an I take your idea and put pen to paper and start writing your story. You don't need anybody's permission to do that. And in terms of, um, you know, t- it's one step after after another. And when you have a well-honed story, ask yourself. Uh, do I want to, is this an idea, is this a nice story worth telling? Is this an idea that I want to share into the world? As storytellers, uh, I think it's important to be aware that it's, it's a big responsibility. Um, uh, it, it, it is, sto- it is indeed. What, what do you believe are the key ingredients actually? Because every story has its own mixtures and it's a little right. bit like cooking, putting those ingredients here and there. Uh, but you also got to check that the ingredients are not uh, right. gone bad. What do you think are the good ingredients right now? Well, I think it's important to have a, first of all, have a story that you really believe in, that you think is worth spreading. Storytelling is one of the most ancient ancient arts of human ancient arts of human learning so realize that really what you're doing is spreading an idea into the world and take that seriously is that an idea that you think will elevate the world in some way and and if you think that it is and I think that the next piece is um, to have understand that it's a medium it's just a way of sharing something and to have well-developed characters and you know the the texture that amplifies what you want to bring out so and you know the vehicle of the story but the texture would be you know the music the production design and so on and so forth so it's almost like looking for a new color for the color That's palette of stories out there um what do you believe that actually places a movie in a festival looking at looking at it from from the point of view of someone who uh, who looks at so many different movies and so many <laughs> different filmmakers in the eyes um when, the, when a story is something that is so articulated and, and can take so many different shapes and forms, what are the ones that stand out? Is there something that puts, uh, that connects the stories that stand out? Well, I'm not the curator for the festival. We have an amazing curator, um, Paul Gratton. He's, the, he's a master programmer. And he, he takes a lot of the credit for the films that are selected for the festival, along with the incredible Whistler Film Festival team. But... Um, 
I, I think from a very, very high level, and I'm not involved in selecting the films, but first of all, what is the idea? Is, is the, does the film convey a unique idea or emotion or thought? Mm. So that's number one. So what is that? And I think as a filmmaker, you have to be very grounded in that. And, and the next piece is the story, which is the vehicle through which that's conveyed. And that's supported by really well-developed characters and, and all of the pieces that bring that out and highlight it and amplify it, which is, you know, the, the, the sound especially, the, you know, the, all of the, the texture pieces, the, the production design, the art, all of all of those pieces and and they all come together really like a symphony mm, with mm, different different instruments and rhythms and you know highs and lows that is some gold color. for that is some gold for the, for the, for you there listening because uh, it's a, it's a wonderful description of of what a movie could be because <laughs> uh, um, it, it, it's fascinating how many different shapes they can get but then they can touch uh, a thematic that is common actually and I believe that we're getting back to the thematic of uh, uh, a lot of uh, the thematic of support that we're tackling through right. uh, together with the fundraising because you know it, it takes it, it, movies need support and uh, you need resources to make a movie we can't lie about that well it takes a village to to raise an artist mm. and uh, the, the programs that we're that we're fundraising for are really about helping filmmakers and artists take their idea and translate it take those first steps and translate it into reality and then to to hone that and sculpt it and take it along at, at each successive stage until it's it matures and it starts to blossom and then it's it's ready for more gardeners mm, for sure <laughs> and um and and hopefully to take that you know can make make the right connections to the right people so it's almost like a, a handoff process so the screening is really the end result the screening and the celebration is the end result the the fundraising campaign is about supporting um, that process right from the idea so it's a script it's script to screen development and that really is what makes the festival unique in the world it's it's really the the soul and the foundation and the spine of what makes it special and it's all supported by this wonderful small intimate friendly canadian environment that wow. fosters connection mm -hmm. and creative collaboration and it's in a relaxed environment that uh, really forms these bonds these lifetime bonds sometimes the connect the connection that makes the difference that launches a career yeah yeah awesome so how can actually people get to connect uh, with such a family what is the process to be able to come and connect with the family of the Whistler Film Festival so if you want to be in the talent labs um, you would check the website at whistlerfilmfestival.com and for the application deadlines and that would be um, you know in the springtime but the the easiest way to get in there is to get an industry pass for this year's or next year's festival and take advantage of the industry immersion programs and the master classes and the forums that's oh, that's literally over a thousand canadian filmmakers who are in those programs connecting with uh, each other and in the industry immersion networking sessions and and all of the social events afterwards it, it's very easy it's one of 
one of the most accessible accessible experiences for filmmakers. So connection is really a key word in here. Uh, um, how, when and how this process actually takes place with the talent lab. So in case people want to apply, you know, they have the energy, they have the fire, they have the passion, and they have the story. Um, how can those people actually um, get to take their time off and, and is it, I guess it's taking place in Whistler? So for some of the programs, uh, it will be, it's four days in Whistler. But okay. For other programs like the Feature Film Lab, for example, uh, that takes place over, that takes place over a longer period of time and there's, there's a, another meeting segment involved. So definitely check the website at www.whistlerfilmfestival.com start checking for the application deadlines and get yourself into the programs mm -hmm. and uh, if you if you aren't ready to go into those industry uh, into the talent lab programs by all means pick up an industry pass be on the early bird deadlines so early in the summer and uh, and get into the get into the summits the summit sessions mm -hmm. okay it's 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 really Equal, just as valuable yeah it's really like a family coming together and uh, and helping supporting each other and at the same time celebrate it's a celebration of the celebration of life that's in right a way. <laughs> so uh, not only not only you know will we be seeing 87 87 uh, films oh wow how many submissions over a thousand submissions. Wow! So Whistler's Whistler's a very small environment, so we have a limited number mm -hmm. of screens. And again, <laughs> uh, big hats off to our amazing programmers. So that would be short films and feature films. Um, but you know, the end result really is the screenings, and there will be fourteen awards given okay. that recognizes and celebrates the top of Whistler Film Festival 2017. Two of those awards are dedicated to celebrate women in film. Oh, nice. So from the Alliance of Women in Film Journalists. So we're very proud of that. We're very proud of the support and the recognition and celebration that the festival also affords to women in film. So we have two dedicated talent labs that are supporting and mentoring uh, developing nine female directors wow that is uh, that is amazing you know it's it's um it's a great opportunity actually for everybody to start and discover uh, a little bit more about the process uh, this process here that is, that takes place in the throughout the whistler film festival since when and when when did this uh, supporting uh, process start this process of support when did it begin in the first place well it started very early on in the in the festival's history and it's just grown over time and it's becoming increasingly important and exciting and fulfilling for the festival to, to uh, basically be serving our domestic filmmakers in this in this way um, of the 82 of the 82 filmmakers who are in the talent development programs um, almost half of them are women and over half of them are from BC so mm. it's, a, it's a it's it's a western hub yeah for for our our filmmakers it's very exciting this is amazing because it really goes back also to the to the core of what we're all trying to do here as storytellers trying to create this community we can't forget the importance of community and 
that's why I appreciate so much you coming here and spreading the word about it because it really uh, resonates with the dynamics of the show as well. Well, thank and you so much. It's all for about ha- community. No, <laughs> it's, thanks it's, so much for having it's, me. It's, it's, we were so lucky to meet at Celluloid Social Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is, it was very, <laughs> very is, interesting because I was there sitting. This is this is very, uh, very. It was a very, very nice uh, encounter because uh, I was there sitting and you know there was an open mic and then Susan went up there and was extremely passionately uh, telling the story and uh, expressing her thoughts and ideas and and you know about this the process of support and she was talking about the indigo campaign and uh, this this sort of communication is something that I believe people need people need communication like this one that 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 truly uh, reconnects and explores the concepts behind true genuine support mm-hmm. People sometimes feel so isolated because of the lack of support. So it's not only about the movie, but it's about more. It's way more than that. That's right. And what is so exciting and inspiring about the Whistler Film Festival is that you, you're basically walking into a little town of your your clan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So the, the, the town, it's a very small environment that is basically filled with your filmmaking colleagues and it's relaxed it's collaborative it's creative it's inspiringly beautiful and you'll, you'll meet so many people that hopefully you'll know for you know most of your filmmaking career but there's so many ways to access the festival and uh, so hopefully we'll talk a little bit more about that yeah it's um it's um it's a little bit of um um of a situation, I believe, when it comes to having a, such a strong festival like the Whistler Film Festival that is also, you know, um, uh, basically parallel, it's parallel to a film festival like the Vancouver Film Festival that, uh, that is trying to create a lot of movement. Uh, but, but where do you feel that that line stands? Where do you feel uh, the line that divides the two festivals actually lives? Well, Whistler is much more immersed in the development process of filmmakers. So the, I, I think that uh, where Whistler stands out is this extensive um, industry immersion and talent development piece. And it's accessibility. It's one of the most um, accessible ways for filmmakers to hone their skills and connect with each other and to connect with industry leaders. Again, because it's such a small, supportive environment, very social Mm -hmm. and very collaborative. So support and connection are the key words that uh, exactly. that I would reconnect to the Whistler Film Festival. Exactly. That's amazing. That's beautiful. It's, That's beautiful. It's so easy to um, get up there from from Vancouver, and uh, again, there's you know, if you're not a, even if you're not in one of the you know 80 plus in talent labs, you can still get an industry pass and benefit from you know over 25 master classes and. It, covering everything from writing right up to digital distribution and beyond and and benefit from industry connections but also colleague creative connections too sure to, wow to, to nurture your nurture your career your idea it's almost like a little heaven for filmmakers right it there is. oh wow that, that that's it um like it, it definitely um resonates with a lot of the of the minds of the creative people out there because everybody needs connection everybody needs a family no movies made alone that's uh, for sure and so we our goal our dream is 
our dream is to en- enrich and expand these programs, which means bringing, you know, making them even more accessible mm-hmm. to our filmmakers, extending their duration, uh, growing their breadth and depth, bringing in more mentors, more mm. industry industry mentors to nurture the talent along. Awesome. So, and that's what this fundraising campaign is about. And we're, we want to raise $150,000 to trigger the process and launch our dream of the Whistler Film Institute, which is completely dedicated to discovering, developing, mentoring, and launching awesome. our Canadian talent. Nice. We're going to have to take a little okay. break, but uh, amazing words from <laughs> Susan Chapel here. This is Room Tone. We talk movies because we love it. Uh, we're going to catch right after the break. See you very soon. Welcome back, everybody. This is Room Tone, the show that takes filmmaking's community to your ears. We have the great company of Susan Chappell from the Whistler Film Festival Society here in the studio at UBC. We're broadcasting from Ansiri Muskim Land on CITR Radio 101.9 FM. We're just talking about support. And guess what? Suzanne is the woman on support because uh, she's actually leading uh, a process uh, and a movement of support for the Canadian filmmakers right now. Uh, and I think actually she's going to tell you a little bit more about that. How about that, Susie? Thank you so much. Yeah, right on. <laughs> um, so we're launching, an Indi- we have an Indiegogo campaign running now to December 22nd. We're raising $150,000 to enrich and expand our talent development and industry immersion programs for Canadian filmmakers, women in film, and emerging talent. And our dream is to launch the Whistler Film Institute, which will... Um, add to the resources that filmmakers and creators have available to them to take their idea from script to screen and uh, with ending in the cul- culmination of the Whistler Film Festival which happens every year where you know the films are screened <laughs> awesome awesome that sounds great so, really a celebration of the celebration live we were talking about right, earlier that's right um, and you can go to whistlerfilmfestival.com forward slash go go that will take you right to our Indiegogo campaign page and you can learn all about it there and see real examples of success stories and the incredible results that uh, these programs so far to date have, yeah. uh, have produced it's really inspiring and 
nobody is excluded. This is the most accessible mm-hmm. festival for you guys out there to really take your idea from an idea right to the big screen and and we're with you all the way we're gonna put a little link we're gonna put the link so that people can actually access uh, all the information and everything that you've been talking about very very quickly um, now though I want to actually take you somewhere very very quickly and uh, this place is a pitching place basically it's a one minute pitch and, so, uh, so funny enough that you should bring this up because One of the competitions at the festival is pitching. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. I mean, if you got every everybody in life gets to the point of having to sell an idea or having to sell themselves. So learning to sell is key. Uh, it's, it's, it's part of the game. And uh, we have actually a one minute pitch that is uh, going to happen pretty much right now. If you're ready to go, Susan, uh, any story or project that you would like to bring to life uh, in the near future. Uh, you can just give it a shot uh, whenever you're ready. You ready? And it's one minute from now. The Whistler Film Festival Society is a non-profit organization that's been running for 17 years. And our unique soul is discovering, developing, mentoring, and promoting Canadian independent filmmakers, women in film, and emerging talent. And we do this through script-to-screen talent development and industry immersion programs. And it's open to actors, directors, producers, and musicians. They've become extremely successful. We're raising $150,000 to extend these programs, expand them out into the world, bring more Canada into the world to the big screen. And all the details are available at whistlerfilmfestival.com forward slash go go. Oh, so it was a pitch uh, for the... Oh, it was the pitch to the... Donate and launch more Canadian films to the big screen because the world needs a little bit more Canada right now, eh? Okay, okay. (laughs) So that... Okay, that was the pitch for the fundraising process. That's my pitch for the fundraising project. Perfect, perfect. Because I have focus, Richard. Okay, all right, all right, perfect. I'll give you you that F1.4 right there. It's $150,000 by December 22nd. So contribute by A, making a donation... Sending the URL to five, at least five people, and sharing it on social media. And uh, okay, that's 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 a really really um, nice, good focus. Okay, <laughs> woo, right on, right on. That's the way. Awesome. Okay. See, woo. that's how you get things done. Keep your eye on the ball. Keep yeah, your eye eyes on, on the prize. Dream. That's for sure. Eyes on the prize. And right now, uh, it's a hundred fifty big for our Canadian filmmakers. Okay, perfect. <laughs> One step at a time. No hurry. Eyes on the prize and ears on the cheers. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Talking about focus, now it's time for the Proust questionnaire. Okay. Are you ready? ready. So Proust uh, wrote down 35 different questions. Uh, He thought that they would actually help to um, sculpt someone's identity by answering to those. We didn't have time to go through 35, but we're going to go through five. We're going (laughs) to pick. What's kind of scary is you chose them. We're we're going to go five random. I'm scrolling back and forth. I'm I'm right here. I have no idea which ones he chose. So uh, I'm actually going to choose them right now. Okay. And uh, I'm going to ask you. This is interesting because I, I, I'm, I'm really curious to hear this from, from you touching so many different aspects um, and dynamics in life from science to business to art. What do you most value in your friends? Integrity. Ooh, integrity. Mm, beautiful. Integrity and kindness. This I, is I think a- integrity encompasses kindness. Oh, nice. That's why I think it's an overarching quality. It's... 
Wow, that is that is uh, that is amazing. Uh, so so well put, so quick, but it opens up a whole <laughs> huge door. That's that's how that's also how good storytelling okay. is. Awesome. <laughs> Woo, wow. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you another second question of the Proust questionnaire. Which living person do you most admire? Elon Musk. Oh wow! Elon Musk is a wow. That guy is amazing. I mean, like uh, he's, he's truly creating well, change uh, wherever uh, he goes. Do you want to know why? Yeah, of course. Okay. Let it out. So the reason why is because he, to me, he most embodies uh, the highest quality, some of the highest qualities of our of our human essence that we all possess, and he creates from an intention of elevating our world and our human experience, and. He does it without manipulation or control or just the desire to make money. Like the, you know, of, I think wealth is a, is a byproduct, but I don't think it's, it's part of his intention. And I just, he really inspires me because first and foremost, he's a creator. He is an expander and he is an elevator. Wow, and, beautiful. Uh, I and and he somehow merged merged it all into sort of um, across multiple categories mm-hmm, mm-hmm. science business art and uh, he I think he is someone that we can look to uh, from the point of intention mm-hmm. and how powerful that point of intention is in terms of just having a novel idea creating change with the intention of elevating uh, a character experience. who speaks through action huh? exactly. every every everybody speaks through action words are just words yep. but uh, that's that's yep. um if if you could ask someone to elon musk what would it be how he um how his ideas are born do they just come to him mm. what you know is he intentionally thinking about how to solve a problem or does something come into his mind that that really inspires him so the process of uh, of uh, coming to an idea or, or a, a resolution it, exactly so does it is it just something you know is it just the joy of a, of a puzzle or is he intentionally mm. thinking about wow that would be great to solve this yeah uh, you know he identifies something that could be better how how do those ideas and the inspiration come yeah. to him is it random or is it intentional nice but what's universe what is what appears to be universally true for him is it's always about lifting mm. the world to um using using our human in engine ingenuity and intuition to bring us all to a better place nice so Wow, it's uh, interesting. We're getting deeper and deeper slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, uh, shout out to Elon, by the way. Yes. <laughs> the motivation behind someone's uh, actions are actually key, eh? It's, uh, motivation is like a multiplier sometimes, you know? You might be worth uh, two, but your motivation is five. That's right. Uh, you're going to be just like worth someone who's worth ten, but it's got one motivation equals one, you know? We all have the capability of being our highest highest self we all have that potential within us all of us 
Yeah, yeah, I agree 100%. I need a high five right yeah. here. Woo! Amazing. <laughs> okay. Third question of the Proust questionnaire. Let's go ahead. Okay. This is, uh, okay, we're going deeper and deeper. Huh? Uh, uh. <laughs> what is your current state of mind? Gratitude. Okay. I feel really lucky that I met you. No, it's uh, li- life is the art of <laughs> meeting, to, you know. And to have this uh, opportunity to uh, share with all of the creators out there maybe some insights that will help them just take the next step. You just need to you just need to ask yourself what is the next step for me to take now. Don't get overwhelmed and scared about you know how big your dream is. All you need to do right now is take the next step and then that step will tell you what the step is after that beautiful you guys got this mm-hmm. this is this is gold right here coming through the microphones <laughs> and, and no the speakers. one's stopping you from putting a pen to paper yeah 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 100% oh yeah beautiful beautiful Woo! we're gonna go to the okay. fourth question okay. of the Proust questionnaire and we're gonna go deeper and deeper because this okay. is the road that we're going and uh, we're going down the rabbit hole yeah we're going yeah what is your greatest fear to die not having fully actualized what I was capable of, not fully realizing my own potential as a human being. And, and, uh, and I think that's something that we all live with every day. It's, mm. You know, we're, we're all plagued by self-doubt and self-judgment and, uh, and just not walking through that enough in my life. So that's a challenge. I think that's everybody. That's a con- that's a human experience thing. Yeah. It's it's. Is there something that you would like to leave to the world um, before saying goodbye? Uh, is there something that you would like to leave to the world and and just you know uh, so that you can live in in peace with yourself? Is it something? Is it an an an, an action well, or something specific? I think or th- I think that it's a feeling of peace, mm. not so much what did I contribute, because we're all we're all doing big things. Even when you give a smile to a total stranger, and just brighten their day a little bit, yeah, that's big. Yeah. So it's a it's a feeling of it's a feeling of peace and joy, um, gratitude for life life is a miracle oh yeah and uh we all won the lottery just by being born oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah it's such a such a such a such a strange situation in, in in the leeway really in the leeway of the universe it's That's like right. finding yourself in the leeway of the universe and and uh, it's it's so fundamental to recognize that every second because every second is a choice. Every second is a step. Is. Every second is a new reality, you know? And you build your reality as you go ahead. Just just celebrate the art of life and, and celebrate the life of art. Ooh, look <laughs> at that, right. man. I got to write that down. I oh, my know, God. I think, that, I think one thing, you know, one thing that's really important to um, consider is that we're all born worthy. We don't actually have to do anything. We don't have to, um, you know have a big breakthrough in science or build a a giant billion dollar business or you know have multiple academy award winning films at the end of the day we all go out the same way yeah yeah and we all go out the same way we are not taking our achievements or our money with us but what we do take what we do go out with is the energy of um how we are and that all comes from the inside so whatever it is you're doing be the best be the most be the best 
that you can be at it. Be your best human self, which is fearless, unleashed, extending, extending love and goodwill in service to others and to yourself. And it doesn't matter in what capacity you're doing that. We're all just here to do that the best that we can. And that leads us to oh, no. the fifth question of the Proust questionnaire, okay. which is, uh, wow, it seems like you might have answered that already, okay. but I really feel like I have to answer, okay. to ask you that because your answer really shine light on a lot of beautiful things. Um, what is your idea of perfect happiness? Being present. And because all power is right in the present moment and to not be... Um, letting anything interfere with, you know, for example, we're having an interaction right now. Mm -hmm. So to not let any, any um, thoughts about the past or the future or judgment or doubt or fear interfere with that. So just to be fully present in whatever situation or with whoever, wherever or whatever mm -hmm. you're engaged with. And I think that in those moments of pure, simple presence, it's where you can find maximum joy, no matter where you are or who you're with or what you're doing. Wow. So what would be your way to do that, to be in the present? Well, for me, um, because I, you know, I have a really active mind, so mm -hmm. it takes a lot of awareness to know when, you know, those, yeah. those, the mean judgmental <laughs> thoughts are coming in. <laughs> but for me, um, when I feel it, I uh, just feel my body, my feet on the ground. I look people in the eye and I listen. I listen to what they're saying and not the you know the thoughts that may be running around in my head there's no um you know thinking about the next thing i'm moving on to if i'm thinking about the next thing i'm moving on to then i'm not thinking where what i'm in right now mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. that actually may be the best uh informing vehicle of where i should be moving mm -hmm. on to and unless unless we're sitting we're fully engaged in the present moment we may we may be w missing the golden pointer mm. to what the next thing we should be probably, moving on probably. to. It's a little <laughs> bit like a, an act of faith, I believe, again, huh? because it's it's giving yourself up to the present moment. It is. It's really hard to give up of the future and the past, but the moment you do that, you see really you start to really feel because feel That's goes right. so much deeper than 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 what than what probably society just just throws it at. But to be able to feel the word itself when you say it, you just you feel, you know, like That's right. Woo, it's just like a yeah. I think <laughs> So the mind is super powerful, you know, that it can be used for you or you it can be used our minds can be used against us. That's so, true. That's very true. So we think with our minds, but I think um, you know, we we feel with we feel with our hearts, and our bodies are super instructive, um, you know, indicators on what is right and what is wrong. And often we don't we we miss the signs that we're feeling mm. 
in our bodies and just let our logical minds yeah, drive yeah. the show when really it's a hand-in-hand -hand process yeah this this is a uh, wow I'm, I'm afraid we're gonna have to wrap up very soon Thank but you so uh, much. Uh, I want to ask you one little one last thing are we connected to this thematic okay how do you think people can find the balance and embrace the balance between uh, thinking with the mind and the brain and think with the heart or feeling with the heart feeling and thinking what's the balance start by by paying attention to how your body feels and I think that's the simplest least scary way to start that process just pay attention to your body are you, you feeling super tense mm -hmm. um, you know I think it's the very first step to anchoring yourself in the moment and five minutes even three minutes of meditation at the beginning of the day just to uh, practice um, start engaging with the practice of emptying your mind of those the, the racing thoughts that really have no meaning, that are irrelevant, that are just consuming energy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Awesome. It's almost like the balance of uh, acting without thinking and thinking without acting. Right. Eh? It's an it's a interesting balance right there. Okay. <laughs> I think it's time for us to actually wrap it up. Okay. Uh, how can people reach you? Well, if you go to the Indiegogo page, okay. www.whistlerfilmfestival.com forward slash gogo, mm -hmm. you'll see my picture there as the campaign manager, and mm -hmm. you can contact me right from that page. Or if you want to send me an email directly, you can email Suzanne Chapel, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E, C-H-A-P as in Peter, P as in Peter, mm -hmm. E-L, at gmail.com. And awesome. I'd love to hear from you. I'm based out of Vancouver. I'll also be up at the festival. But um, uh, great! I can. I uh, I'll put the email in the in fantastic. the description. And awesome. All right. So uh, well, I guess it's time for us to wrap <laughs> it up. We had a really really good time here with Susan Chapel from the Whistler Film Festival Society. And uh, what I can tell you guys just. Uh, Write down those stories, make it happen, and I'll catch up with you guys next week. Uh, this is going to be La Valse d'Amélie from the soundtrack of the movie Amélie. Everybody, enjoy. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.